You know, I use Bulldog as my tag, my label, my handle, username, or whatever. Bulldog 666. And uh, when we first, it was me and Lillian in Phoenix started that idea. Well, you know, I, it was her dog, Bulldog. She had a dog, Bulldog, a big black Labrador. That's as friendly as can fucking be. But for some reason, this big dog didn't like white boys. But uh, that's what we started, Bulldog. And now the, uh, I guess the trademark or the symbol for Bulldog was like this big dog, this black dog, rather. You can tell by picture whether he was big or not, but you could if you wanted to. Uh, imagine he looked like a big Labrador. And uh, he's holding his leg up and taking a piss. And the He's taking a piss, got a picture of him taking a piss, and under, you know, a partial or a whole full thing of the earth, and with the words underneath there, circling the earth, uh, making my mark, making our mark. And, you know, a dog pissing, making his mark. So that's where the uh, bulldog thing come from. Now, you know, with that, you know, I never thought about longevity or life after that. You know, it's hard enough thinking about life. Not really thinking about it, because if you live life, you really don't have much time to think about life until you start slowing down. Uh, and, you know, there's only older white men who who's, uh, actually listened to <laughs> when you get a certain age. No, blacks, they don't know shit. We don't come for anything unless you're a black politician. Or like Clarence Thomas, then they go after your ass, you know. Damn, I had dreaded taking the pills. But my allergies, I had been itching, itching up a storm and I was for three days and didn't want to take them because when I take them, um, they actually for one had me pee, peeing a lot more and also smoking weed on it just knocked me out. So I took one about a half an hour ago. This got me stop itching already. I have been trying to treat it with just alcohol. But anyway, <laughs> back to the bulldog. Uh, now, you know, it's, you know, getting off the bulldog. That's just where the bulldog comes from now. You know, jumping out here, just been standing up. And you know, it's not just now thinking about, you know, leaving my mark and not just leaving my mark but life after death and how do you go about life after death so you uh leave traces of you uh around the earth buried so that one day maybe something come along and want to do a dna test and flying out that that bag of shit they just pulled up that's almost petrified itself for the center with the dna in it or whatever <laughs> is uh some human but then they probably didn't know who in the fuck what kind of human and everything else ah oh, scratch but if it's aliens find it they'd be a little more partial hopefully hopefully they're not looking down right now on the channel stations and saying oh them goddamn negroes 
letting them do that shit. No fight, no biting them. But anyway, so you know, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, and I've been doing this for a long time uh, since I've been bulldogging, boondocking, bulldogger. I've been, uh, I've got me a five-gallon bucket, maybe a little taller than five gallons. It's maybe about a seven-gallon bucket, just like the paint buckets you buy at all. Uh, the bigger buckets you buy at, the orange buckets you buy at. At Home Depot, but this one blue got a taller seat on it and a cover for that seat. But uh, that's what I have been using. Uh, it's not hard to place that, I mean, you just place that, and then once you stop, I usually take that out, put it somewhere, and usually put the water on top of it. It ain't going nowhere. Keep the water out the sun, keep that stationary. If I won't pull the water out, doing something else with the water, or keeping the water in because it's too hot or something. Just put a big rock on it if I'm around somewhere with a rock or a log. But it's always you gotta get rid of that shit, you know. Now when I'm out there bulldog and I use it shit twice. Uh no, let me get well it depends. I usually find myself eating out there and by not having any kind of uh refrigeration or anything if it's not cold I got to you late even if it's cold I gotta eat what I have left over at night eat it in the morning usually for breakfast so that mean I usually eat early so that way I was usually off schedule and then I would just eat uh, fruit fruit and then a meal or and then if I eat that meal and had a piece of fish you know that was really too big I had to usually eat it all because in the morning, and then that's when I got the dog started on eating tuna, and that's all the fuck she want to eat. And I don't want to give her any canned tuna uh, anymore because it's got salt in it. You know, I don't want to mess her up no more than I want to mess myself up with it either. So that's another thing. But anyway, I uh, am sitting in this bucket of shit all up in Oregon. Oregon got some nice toilets in the rest area, and they got, you know, some that flush, some that just sit out freestanding, not freestanding, but in the uh, room. And you find a lot of those. Uh, but some you find out there that flush, got a, a water system hooked up to it. And, but you know, let's still out in the, because uh, uh, I can set it up in the truck and sit and shit inside there, but. In Oregon, not too much, only when I was out somewhere away from the bathrooms. Uh, or really had the shit I could pull on the side of the road and, you know, up in the woods and stick my ass out. Or sit on the edge of there and poop and bury it. But they, still, you know, I'm wondering if one day aliens maybe, mm, let's give it a thousand years, come along and find myself regenerated and in the future simply because of my shit. I don't think they're gonna find no pee out there because that water wants to start raining anyway except for the desert. And anything in the desert, once you piss on that, it sucked that up right fast. <laughs> but no. But my whole thing was now I want to get to the, uh, I know I said, uh, 
racism is a puzzle, and racism is just one or part of, I don't know whether you put that on a humanity scale, emotional scale, mental health scale, I would put it on a mental health scale myself, as far as, uh, if that's, because the idea, let's go back to the time I said the idea is a roller, I mean not the roller coaster, uh, racism is just a circle, you know, got the lesser or the even, it's a circle that, you know, gauge how severe it is the, from the violent to the non-violent to the passive, you know. But you've got to remember this circle represents racism, all of it. Uh, whether you're going to tag it, whether it's questionable or not, maybe you go to the center, oh, but at the center is where it truly lies. So if you're going to use the circle and want to use the center and want to use this circle as a puzzle, then the center would be where the red spot would be. And it would get uh, brighter as you would go out, more pinkish on the outskirts side to, you know, we get to the full circle because we're not going to use white since white is no color anyway. But the... Uh, puzzle, you know, of racism is just one part of that mental scale and what is a part, piece of the part, that even the whole racism puzzle is a part of the mental health scale, on the mental health scale, maybe it's not, a, maybe part on a hate scale, maybe it just intersects with these two things next to it, and you put that piece in there and you know, you got uh, uh, humanity close by oh, and whatever. But this, this this piece of puzzle, even though it is round, is just another uh, uh, piece of a puzzle of the whole that makes up man. His emotions, his uh, fears. Well, I guess fear is an emotion. Uh, his uh, character, his thoughts, his uh, feelings, you know, it just makes up all a man, uh, and it's just that part of it, you know, uh, now, you know, it may be a big part on the scale of man, because it controls, you know, but be, <laughs> the, the, the act of racism itself actually can control or dictate Uh, violent reactions and which is in itself uh, some of the worst but uh, it's all just a part of the little piece just like I would think about the universe you know the universe and the uh, the uh, galaxy we live in or the yeah, the solar system, then the galaxy we live in, is, it reminds me of just uh, uh, cells uh, separated by this this un invisible force that keeps these cells together and make a whole something. Uh, and, you know, as I say, this galaxy we live in, and we don't... The way I look at it is by being us being a part of a whole, a whole of what? 
you know is this one dimension in you know a, a whole of what a whole of a creature because it is living i mean this universe in in this galaxy and this uh solar system we live in lives i mean it has a pulse it emits sounds music a vibration uh, so you know this scale of racism and, and you, even though it's a whole puzzle it's this circle because I'm going back down again you know I'm going up and down this is is uh broken into all kind of parts uh, and some of them you never know uh, whether it's well, there's no question <laughs> in it with most of the time there's no question in it with us but the question it is, is how do you see it and if you, you being the judge and jury and the uh, uh, lawmaker moral or not or civic or uh, uh, legislated law, you to dictate how you feel about things, and, and that's the code we live by. So, with that being said, uh, I think uh, it, racism itself is a puzzle, it's one whole puzzle broken into many parts, and uh, with a lot of these different parts, you would uh, question. Okay, but not question. Okay, and let's take this for instance. And I had been, uh, they had all these Met Galas on and different things, all these different celebrities. Uh, had, well, even when it was uh, uh, admiring a designer who loved fucking cats, hate niggas, but love cats, and niggas had on some bunch of shit and celebrating them. And it was actually Yale King who uh, pointed out the fact that he was saying, known for some racist fucking views but I still couldn't understand why he's on TV and this station celebrating him even after after she brought this shit to light uh, and nothing was done about it so is that a little part of the race of racist puzzle yes definitely um, now I'm gonna let's do this too uh, like I said, you got this round circle for racism. Just gauge the uh, the depth, the, the severity of it. The uh, and then, but that's just one circle. Goes from red in the center to pink on the uh, diameter circumference. But outside that, you've got the place. The white folks now, and on a solid line, not a solid line. Maybe you give it an inch wide, but it encompasses the whole thing. It's sort of like a moon around uh, the space between the moon around uh, Saturn, one of Saturn's moons. But you got that ring around it. Now that's all white folks. And the thing about it is they move in groups along with the most races. The what do they accept in different things? the severity of it, what they accept and things like that. Sort of like if they would accept let's take this for instance, this crazy motherfucker on a train in New York yesterday. Uh 
this guy, now, this used to be a normal way they could all step up to you and do you some fucking harm. Uh, nothing be said about it. And really, so far, nothing had been said about it. And even the black mayor, Eric, whatever his name is, is actually uh, saying, now, be cool, we need to just investigate this. Hold on, you know. I mean, and, you know, he's a politician. He's one of the roosters. But, this dude take this man and choke him to death. And he's being videoed and all these, you know, the thing about that when all these people videoed him, nobody said a damn thing. Uh, yeah, maybe someone was saying something, but nobody went to him and pushed him off of this man because all of them had been claiming, complaining what? He had been begging, threatening, threatening, and different things, but nobody videoed that. So, and this dude grabbed on him, put a fucking choke on him. That's illegal for police and everybody else. And he's military, ex-military, 24 years old, but he thinks he's gonna step up. Now he's just four years older than three years older than this boy who they calling a boy, who went on and sold all these top secrets. But the thing is, uh, this guy, <clears throat> homeless, crazy, mental in the mental state, he ended up getting killed on a bus, on a train up in the middle of busy New York City because he's threatened people because he's hungry. Don't make sense, man. Rather saying, get the hell away from us. But then, that's what we do with our eye source. We don't want to see you. Uh, we'll go the long way around if we got could avoid seeing your ass. I mean, I mean, that's what most so-called successful middle-class people think. Uh, they get to the shelter once a month. They know the part of town to avoid. <laughs> and they haul the police all they let the the homeless or the wretch of the earth go anywhere near uh, uh, so-called business, middle-class business or whatever and not be watched or have, be in peace. But this guy take and he was able to choke this man to death right on the train and another man standing, sitting there holding him, aiding him. Uh, he's crazy. And they're doing that to him. Nobody go say, hey, get off him now. That's enough. Let him go now. Let him go like that. Don't don't choke him. And when it came time to uh, call the police, police came, they let him go. He was threatening people on the train. They were against ours. Got to prove it. Now this dude did. Uh, and if it hadn't been for the video, Hell, he'd have got away with it. Still might be, because I don't think they arrested him yet. Uh, was that racism? And it's accepted. Now, I'm sure they had blacks on that train, too. But you looked at that shit, and you just... I ain't going to get involved. Oh, well, you already involved. You just scared to show your fucking face scared to seem like you're on the wretched of the earth side but 
you know, you fit in this, we fit in that same class. I know they take some of us middle class, upper class. Let's watch Clarence Thomas fall. That's racism right there too. What kind? Oh, I don't know. Another little political piece. But they're going after him. <laughs> Only been one instant they went after somebody before sitting on the judge's bench on the Supreme Court. But then again, he's wrong. And he is foul. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to trust him. And with that, you can't trust him. Or oh, I don't trust none. But then again, it's nothing new for me. I, um, look at, uh, the president. Joe Biden and all that shit about his son and everything else coming out. This piece of corruption, that piece of corruption, you know. He's giving all that money to Ukraine like he up. He is paying them off for some bullshit. And uh, Ukraine, that president just steady ripping it back, you know. And they ain't putting fucking lick of water. Lick of water. In these communities that need water. Ukraine's getting all that bullshit. And at the same time, you look at uh, Biden cabinet. You know, and he he, he uh, brag about the fact. He got so many black women in there. And ain't none of them saying fuck about the water. Ain't none of them saying, look, you know, I think, you know, you could take a few of them billions, get some clean water. Instead of having these people lined up wasting gas and if they got a car, if they ain't got a car, how they gonna get water? They don't deliver to them. Just shit out of fucking luck. Oh, that's the poor people. And take it from experience, a whole case of water don't even fit in the backpack. I used to walk to Walmart and get my water. I used to walk everywhere. But, you know, you look at that shit. Racist act right there, you know. And all them black women in the White House doing odd jobs, different jobs, high jobs. Secretaries, uh, with this press secretary, vice president, you know, and, and nobody say, hey, dude, look, we got a, we got over 10 million black kids getting fed lead just in the water, chemicals just in the water. Other foul shit. Mistake make growth, health, education, intellect in the fucking water that we serve every day. But that's okay. We'll take care of that water later. But right now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and give some people tags so they won't lose their car and the insurance industry won't have to pay out too much money. Because it will be able to recover these cars in no time. Because they got this little GPS we're giving away to bring crime down. Crime of theft of cars. But not the crime of not providing clean, drinkable water. 
not the crime of not being heard. You know, I know they got to have some of them sisters saying shit. Well, maybe not. Because the ones who probably really feel strong about something like that and don't see it getting done, gonna quit. Like Holder did. With Obama. But, look at all these different things. Where do they fit at on this puzzle? You know? I remember back in the days, way back in the days, black women couldn't wear fucking uh, braided hair to work. I don't give a fuck what the job was. Couldn't wear a fucking braid. Let it work for somebody black, you know. But on the whole, I don't even know if they could wear that to, yeah, they went to school. Cause we went to a black school, you know. But, um, you know, after all this stuff getting jobs, they just could not wear braids in there. Not until, and then not even until then, Bo Derrick came along. White girl wearing braids. It was accepted on TV for them. Um, but the thing is, you got to look at how they actually stole white woman, black woman look. Black woman got lips. Big, nice, plump, full lips. Beautiful, full lips. For all different colors. I know Lillian used to have uh, O'Hab, sort of like a purplish brown lips. No makeup. Uh, beautiful lips, you know. Amanda can't even remember her lips. Joan has some nice red lips, naturally red, nice plump lips. Angela had nice lips too, not too big. Cause she wasn't a big person. Well, I was a tall person, small frame. But, you know, for her size, you know, she had black lips. And, uh, you know, they put out these dolls to characterize black lips being something that has been putting them out for years. Big black Sambo dolls with the uh, big fat, exaggerated red lips. Even had a controversy with some jungle wear shit where they had this little black kids wearing some shit with that uh, big lips on it, something. And then they said, ooh, listen, that's outrageous. But that's okay, you know, them big, lips represent us, right? But what about these white women now with no lips? Oh, your thick class or what? They get made up, now they put makeup all up on their damn shit. At least a half an inch over their lips. Drawing on big, big, plump lips. No makeup in them on. Stop, stop. Racist. Hell yeah, it is. They want to talk about your lips and then put some big lips on their ass, even if they got to draw them on. I'm, I'm, I'm so fucking surprised when I see something like that, but I don't be to any people places where I see 
and then with makeup on like that. But on TV, you could tell, and that's like, whoa, I'm glad I got a little TV. Because on a big TV, it's kind of fucked you up, and it would make me crazy when black women do that. That's the insane part, thinking it's acceptable, not knowing why they're doing it. Because the other women, they're drawing big lips on them, and you already got them. Same with ass. Black women got asses. Majority of them got a nice ass or a butt. You know, nice hips to go with them. You know. But, um, ain't too many blacks who got flat asses. And I know, I know a few of them who do. And my sister Anna was one of them. I mean, that girl looked like she'd been laying down on her back all her fucking life. But just lean up against the wall and be no clearance in the back, you know, wouldn't see no bump from the ass or whatever. I mean, she was just a straight shot down, like a wall. And, um, you know, it got many, but not many. But all over the world now, they're getting these shots up the ass, what they calling them, Brazilian butt flips killing them and they started from you but they hate you the way you look now I could tell you the difference and I've only been with a couple white women there's a difference in the skin tone the skin texture you know um, black woman's skin texture is almost not tough a little more firmer than somebody who hadn't pretty much worked or done nothing. All of them know. <laughs> and I've been with some of the workers who just uh, soft. It's just too damn not. Like it's not even real. But it's, you know, like meaty. You're holding on something when you touch a black woman, you know. Uh, you're touching something real. And I mean, maybe that's because I, that's what I grew up feeling. Thing about it is, if you look, <coughs> everything about the black woman, they uh, got makeup to mimic or copy. Uh, go in there and get the hair weave braided. Uh, even get their skin uh, tan by chemicals, fucking peel, a fucking uh, lotion, or by the sun, fake sun. Um, get the butt lift, get themselves to look just like a black woman every way. Not an ass black though, you know. But they wanna keep them little pointy nose, uh, flat face, saying there is a different, you need to look at the profile of blacks and uh, read about it, I ain't gonna explain about it. But, is that not racist in itself? It is. And the thing about that bit of racism, a lot of people say, ah, oh, no, that's not, that ain't. It is in itself, and it's the fact that they won't accept black women, but will adorn themselves cosmetically, surgically, chemically, with all her attributes. Yeah. Uh, 
black woman hair, you could take that black woman and braid it, plaid it, comb it up, let it roll free. It ain't nappy. It's curly. But they said nappy. Why? Mm -hmm. Sound nasty. Huh? Nappy. Oh, nappy. Ain't nothing nappy about you. If you comb it. And you know, they kept combing back then, ancient Egyptians. Huh? And that's another thing you gotta look at. All these pictures of these white folks, or, well, I don't wanna say pictures, all these stone carvings of ancient people, especially those out of Mesopotamia. And then, see, they, they changed those features a long time ago. You know, they, they took those features and made them uh, white, but they didn't, they only changed as little as they had to now. Uh, but look at the cornrows. Look at the cornrows they all have. Uh, just as I say, look at there. Uh, you want to know where man's place was in the time he was there? Look at his ancient symbols, and you know, you look at the colossal heads down in the South Americas. Uh, they want to tell you these are aliens. They're not aliens, they're black men. Some of them had cornrows, some didn't. They were black men. They had a big wide nose on them. Look at the profile, they were black. So, um, thing about that is they uh, take all those features and say, huh, they ain't worth a damn. Not to us, not to you. We don't want them. We don't want you wearing them. And they control that shit, dictated us not to wear, not to show. Not the feature, our attributes. And if we did, we would suffer for it. Um, they, they, they can't say they didn't appreciate the different attributes, especially those of our women and some of the men, because uh, it wasn't beyond them to take and pleasure themselves with those different attributes. Even take it by force if they wanted to. Um, but they made laws and stuff so they couldn't wear the hair braided to work. even when they went to their homes, take care of the kids and everything else. Which we still do a good job of today. Because I uh, always see these professionals and everything else talking about health care and they always talk about their white kids. You know, I ain't see too many of them. They got this new commercial talking about this uh, medicine going on where they are children suffering toxic growth. So, many black, brown children are in fucking toxic area. You never, nobody never even talking about it. He did this black woman swearing up and down about this ailment that's affecting the children. 
since Corona or anything, you know, the arguments, anything, nothing about the neighborhood outside, just the, talking about the parents arguing and everything else, you know, the bullying at school, you know, that's separate. They ain't got to go in between school to home to school. They just bloop, snap their fingers, they're there. Um, that racist yeah. because it's accepted and nobody stood up and said fuck yeah about the fact that wait a minute look at the environment these children are going in who's going to say something about toxic toxic environment now you know crack epidemic that's then fucked up the community who's going to say something about that toxicity there nobody um and even that was government sponsored. But is that racism or not? Yes, it is. Because it is accepted and nobody say fuck about it. Nobody's saying anything about it. Uh, again, you know, racism is a piece of puzzle that connects the mental health with the humanity, with uh, 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 compassion, sympathy, and, you know, different other emotions. But... It's right there with them, and just a puzzle in itself. And you know, like I was saying, they got many, many pieces of it. That's just one piece. Uh, now, we're talking about this puzzle, and the reason I put this puzzle around and at the center of the words, outer the most, so either you could use the outside uh, circumference as your scale, and just gonna be worse or better worse so bad and it's not gonna you're gonna see it's not too far from each other only halfway far from the most extreme to the most non-extreme but it's still there now and the reason the outside circle is that that white circle that's the white race not just the united states but mostly the united states but you could use this diagram for this world and that's mean that those that accept it the way it is that's a lot of them. Nearly 100%. And think it's not just accepted, but say it's okay. It's the way it should be. Then you got that other outside room. We're going to get that to later. That's the roosters guarding the chicken house from the hen, from guarding the hen house from those white fowls. Don't say I'm racist. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you say about me. I'm just being real about shit. Um, to say somebody has, we're getting back to America now, to say somebody has the same opportunities at the American dream and not be celebrated because, oh, you're from that community right on. Look at it, outdone itself. It's racist. <laughs> you know, it should be normal. It's normal as it is in the suburbs. For them to exaggerate and, and brag about their children who are going to school who hadn't even been accepted yet, who hadn't even been out of fucking out of high school or junior high school. So, is it racist? Of course it is. Yes, it is. Uh, 
mean, there's so many, so, so many parts of it that um, that's accepted. I mean, the whole thing's accepted. Um, some would say I'm not, I'm not, I'm not racist. <laughs> it's even saying that make your ass a racist, you know. Which you should have said the extent of <laughs> how racist am I? But yeah, we got got our black women, dark brown women, thinking something's wrong with the way they look, while at the same time they mimic what you look like. You should see the uh, white women running around in these tights, these Hispanic women like to wear. That shows all the curves, and I mean, they just like black women. Uh, curvy, a lot of firm, you know, got a, a tone to the body. That's, I mean, that's some of them with the damn things on who just shouldn't put them on. And goddamn, I want to slap my body, especially when they got a tear in them that they just don't seem to know about. But I can understand them, them being the most comfortable things I got and I'm wearing that screwed, screwed them all. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's crazy that they uh, take that, steal that from you and try to look like you now. It's my coffee pot. level there is, there's been found to be disparity. Banking, I mean, you name it, oh, it's there. Um, that's been accepted in this fucking country, in the world. You know? Uh, and it's normal. Uh, it is accepted as normal uh, and what makes it worse is how to make it even more normal and maybe give you somewhat some hope that's by saying you know it's getting better we're working on it it's getting better it's better than it was it's not really it's more technical more um, 
sophisticated, uh, more collective, more of them collectively take part in it. More silence, and that's it goes in that circle too now. But the thing is, you got to think about these black women is that how they mimic them and everything. And as I was saying, it's special I looked at um, about healthcare, black women's healthcare, and how black women more likely shit by fucking a huge percentage to die in childbirth at a hospital or doing carrying the baby after being to a hospital or not just a bit bigger chances being or not and uh, they say it's symptomatic I mean they say it's 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 a common occurrence this shit goes on even though you are less than 12% of the population or maybe they might even say 20 now but it was 22 I think last thing I seen but in going into a hospital, your chances for anything being not fully diagnosed, cared for, goes down as you walk in that place as a black person. Um, And as I was saying, that's from the cradle to the grave. Because they hate you, they mimic you, they copy out for you, they want to be you. But when you go to the hospital, we know it's a problem to have the babies, the next generation, the next group. They don't give you proper health care and they treat you like shit even though they fucking envy you. <sighs> you know, they give you the sins, seven deadly sins or whatever, or the commandments. at them deep, you'll find that they're nothing but a bunch of laws and group of words and saying and it's snatched out of history, laced together, changed them up the way to fit them, uh, give them some meaning and some new meaning and uh, serve them out there to the people and have the people bail. And that way, you know, you're forever a slave, just Christianity. That same God don't look out for us in real life, outside life, away from them, or even under their protection. Don't look out for us in jail, in church. A lot of people say, yeah, you do. No, we don't. But yeah, 
there is uh, racism. Now, brings up the race, the idea or the thought, or the, not the thought, it ain't no fucking thought to me, it's the real deal. It's a, uh, it's a mental health issue. Turn it down. It's a mental health issue. Uh, and all of those, or all of these whites in that circle, they suffer. Now, you're going to have to get a stick. Let's say, what's the degree of the suffering? Does it really matter? They're going to look for it. That's why they didn't branch off. And you can't, can't say they don't know nothing about the mind, how the mind works. Uh, or think they know it because that's how they're teaching the teachers to teach the physicians in this healthcare field, as in any healthcare field. Uh, they're moving away from more or less surgery to robotic surgery, uh, 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 and a pill. Let's try some pills first, see if that take care of it, you know, take care of the ailment, it depends on what it is. You got fucking peel everything, even to save your life when you're OD, which is another racist motherfucking thing. As far as addicts, just for them to call all those. First, it was a big thing where it was saying that okay, these are addicts that misusing these prescriptions and different things. We got to get them out of the street, get them out of the street. But then they start dying more and more and more and more. Or the fact that they enforced it less and less and less and less. And the fact that they, the pharmacists, the doctors, the writing prescription, the pharmaceutical company kept up with those prescriptions, kept on pushing them, making them feel strong and different things, and boom. So they got a whole, whole couple of generations hooked on that shit. And uh, so most of them suffer in silence. Oh, not suffer, uh, do their thing in silence. You know, and, uh, and what they call that functioning addicts. Some don't. Some gotta have that shit all day, every day. Gotta shoot it up, snort it up. Whatever way to get them the best of them. And they still will get it, they trade it, and it's just something. Like a meth high, from what I understand. I mean, uh, heroin high. From what I understand, I never mess with that kind of shit. Now, never even thought about messing with it. Saw that shit when I was coming up as a kid in the project, and that was just one way I would not want to go or get seen. Uh, because when my mom was on, uh, and my part too is about how you looked in the out in the street, how you handle yourself out in the fucking street. But if you look at uh, these things, racism on a mental health is a mental health problem. Uh, and again, I say they did so many different studies. They could, got so many different uh, mental ailments now. I mean, they could pull out one out of a hat of two, three hundred now broken all down into different things, but they don't have none for racism.
fucking eye. They don't have one for bigotry. I say that's pretty fucking high. They don't have one for the constant mental health state of people who are forced to not only swallow, accept a lie. A stone cold fucking lie. Everything's all right. It's all equal. It is not. And your children got to walk over bodies to go to school. And then once they get to school, got to stay thirsty. In that hot-ass classroom, because the air condition broke and they got this nasty-ass city water coming in. And the ceiling broke, so you got these rotten, mold-infested places where your children are expected to go learn every day. Now, a day, you gotta wonder who the person is with your kid all day. I mean, even the other kids, too. Because they even high school age breaking off into uh, uh, schools with fucking Rambo gear. Most of them in their 20s. And they still calling them young fellas. But then, They've got a mental health issue because they dare take their gun to other people. That's not normal to say. Oh, it's normal to fucking hate nigga. Normal to chase a nigga down the street. Normal to watch a nigga uh, uh, suffer every day, going to work, coming home from work, taking a chance on getting robbed. And they're talking about mental health issues. When you say, uh, where you live? I live in desire. Oh, wow. Damn, you got to go there at night, too? Yeah, I'll be all right. But you're really not all right because you gotten to the point. Now you become used to what your paranoia and you watch it, everything. But it's a habit now. It don't seem like fear or paranoia. It's just a habit. Now, if this habit is happening out of habit is it still a mental health issue is it still a, 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 a PTSD yes it is uh, but it's not accepted as uh, uh, something that even should be concerned should even be concerned about uh, it's it's a norm for that, you know, for that suffering, for that suffering, for our suffering. It's a norm for these inequalities that we call equal. And then we tell a lie about it and say, yeah, it is equal. Don't you say it's equal? And then when you stand up and protest, they call you a terrorist. When it's written in the so-called constitution, you have the right, but they take that away from, they call you terrorists. And they say, you have no right to protest the treatment the government has given you. Because it is equal. What are you crying about? What are you complaining about? And all the time, you know it's not. But you got to listen to it. Whenever a president go into office, 
Especially one like Biden. I'm fucking Trump let you know how you feel. And I don't know why half of these damn Republicans didn't figure that shit out and still want them back in there. But then, that's on them. Because he didn't do them no big favor. Not in the long run. It was them rich, rich who got a favor out of you. It's going to happen again, again. <laughs> wherever he get in again. But then, you know, Joe Biden, the most, even more dangerous, I think, because he's willingly lied to you in your face. Trump let you know how he really feel about you. By lied, putting all them black women, that's the shell game. And all the black women in the places. And then shit changed. You got all these blacks and these running these black cities. All the money still going out. Half by them. We know that they steal or kill or theft or larceny worse than the ones before. But it's okay. Jails is full or full of people robbing and killing, mostly over them drugs. Prisoners are for non-profit, I mean for profit now. Police work for prisons or do that. They work for somebody because the judge working for somebody. Somebody working for somebody to keep these black people in these fucking prisons, in these numbers. And nothing's wrong. 20% of the population make up more than 5% of the prison population. Revolving door, cycling in and out every year. Some for short stints, some for long, but they keep them full. Keep the parish prisons full or the county jails full. They keep them all full now. Mostly with black and brown bodies. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a mental health crisis in this country. To accept that shit. And say it's okay. Tell me this world is not in a fix. Because it is. I um, you know, you gotta look at this world when uh, you're young, you're really, really, really kind of busy making it. If you if you're falling for that uh, um, American experience, the work experience, the uh, own and obtain uh, the schooling 
you know, the job, the family, and you know, you 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 young, you're building all that, and hardly any of us notice what's going on until we start selling down, and you know, the children start getting older, and they go out there and start being affected by the shit, and then without knowing it, knowing it, we warning them, you know, to be careful about that, same as our parents did, uh, because nothing really changed. Um, yeah, they got a bunch of blacks running shit now, but really, you have always been treated like we live in a police state, like 95% uh, of the perpetrators as opposed to just 5%. But that in itself, the way they let cities be run and dictate that they run, and usually uh, um, rally from the run like that, even with more controls, more police. You know, the thing is, we all know what the police evolved from. Uh, the attitude towards blacks hasn't changed at all. We say it's got to change, and the thing is that say, well, y'all say we got to get rid of the policemen, and we say you got to get rid of some of them racist bastards, of course. But the thing is, you say we when we ask when we say that we asking for uh, to be replaced police departments to be replaced. Well, you know, in a sense, they should. We actually, what we're saying to reform this shit. And, I mean, because the way it's ran, you can't really run that. Anytime uh, paramedics get to whip somebody ass because of something, uh, because they own petty hatred, and get away with it. Paramedics now. You know, and that's nothing new. This is something old, something we've been seeing. So it's nothing new that we see. It's something old that being exposed. But the bad thing about it is, hey, they've always known. They didn't need any cameras or uh, video, digital uh, recorders or anything. They didn't need uh, voice recorders. They didn't need uh, pictures, snapshots. Didn't need any of that. They know what's going on. And they allowed it. Some not even only allowed it, some instigated it. Some were scared of it and struck back and hid. Some spoke out, put them in their place, and they kept quiet from them down on or moved. That piece of the puzzle there, I think more or less, Racism might be right there, right there deep in the in the mental heart puzzle, you know. That itself, uh, and all of it, you know. They talking about, you know, shit ain't gonna shit change, but you know, really shit hadn't changed. It's still systematic. Uh, and to me, when, you know, systematic meaning the shit been going on, it's documented that it's been going on, it's habitual, it's been going on. But more than anything, one thing people won't say is that 
It's intentional. That shit downright fucking intentional and mean. Fucking mean wholeheartedly. And the thing about it is accepted. And then nobody gets to say, you know, they've got a mental health issue. It's the ones who always complain about their actions. Mental health actions. You know. This puzzle's big, yeah. This puzzle's really big. I don't think, uh, even with the bringing down, and, and not that. I'm just forecasting what's going to happen. Uh, there's going to be a war. I figure within the next 20 years, a big war is going to bring all kind of shit. War might be here in the U.S. Uh, uh, property too, inside these borders. But and then you know, it's just it's going to be it's going to be spread all over the world. If one of those small ones now is going to just grow bigger. Uh, gonna have a bunch of civil wars all over the world and they're gonna be using nuclear. Uh, there will be uh, um, <laughs> a lot of shit laws. People won't know how to deal with the world at, it, at that state. So a lot of people gonna be um, lost just from all kind of shit happening after the initial attack. Now, these people who got all these guns and everything, they're actually going to be the ones who fucking control this shit. Yeah, you're going to see this shit inside the cities, but like uh, um, you see on TV after Apocalypse. But, you know, is it going to be like that? People gonna be hitting shit out of that city and run. It ain't gonna be no gold work fuck. That gold ain't gonna be work fuck. You know, it's gonna be worth something. Some wheat. Some seeds. Some ground where you could drop that shit. But. A lot of people won't be ready for that shit. Won't be ready for. Fuck all. And, um. A lot of people gonna die trying to help those who's not ready. A lot of people who not gonna, who not ready gonna come out ready, gonna, you know, get it straight fast. So some gonna kick in and make them survive. But then they're gonna, after they survive the initial shit, they're gonna worry about the, this so-called fellow countrymen coming through. And, um, taking and destroying them or taking what they got, or using them. Slavery probably will come back now. I mean, the mad, <laughs> mad numbers. Not just whites on and blacks. Black gonna be on in any fucking body they want. It's gonna be a mad world. And that's only because of the mental health state of this world right now. This is one fucking sick place. And Again, I'm surprised if we do have visitors 
aliens coming down here and help us. What? No, we don't. I know we don't. They look at this shit here and say, what a mad bunch of motherfuckers. Damn, how long would clock ticking they be gone in a thousand years? But it's crazy. It's a racist, such a fucking racist world we live in. You got commercials on TV. One for gift for the dogs who've been cruel, cruelly treated. One for giving for the children in Africa again. Or in Ukraine. The old lady Jewish in Ukraine. Go. Go. But And asking you for all that money, ain't nobody saying shit about it. Look, we got these kids with these cities that don't have equal this or that. Hell, the people closest to them, the ones who taking the money out of the goddamn city. Nice fucking paychecks every fucking week. Three, four figures, which is normal now. We're just office fucking worker. But... Every person inside the city make 20000 if that much. Struggle to go to work. Struggle to keep his lights on. Struggle to pay uh, uh, his rent. Mortgage if he got one of those, which I doubt. Probably renting from one of them people who fled the city. When they open the doors to blacks, say, yeah, you can't do that no more. They just drew a bigger red line and used a bigger marker. It still goes on. Same time, world still quiet. World is gonna, it's gonna fry. This world is gonna be all right. Earth itself, she'll be fine. You'll be fine. Man. You won't last. You can't. You can't. Not like this. Not in this state of mind. And think about it. It will never get right. It won't. I, I, it's, I think that's hopeless to even think it might or could. Because it won't. Shit that's happening here happening all over the fucking world. All over. So, anyway, I'm going to leave this alone with. Leave this alone and just go on to, uh, oh, what had I been watching? Um, Empire. Watched the two first two episodes of Empire. That's what made me start looking at <laughs> black women lips again. You know, <laughs> like yeah, I remember that. And then seeing the other one, like whoa, because I had been looking at a couple of movies. So I looked Empire. Yeah, Cookie Tough. And I'm glad I didn't look at all of that when it was on. You know, um, I'm on episode two. Also looking at Sugar Queen. 
on episode two of that. That was down in Louisiana, and I didn't realize it was like that. And this, this shit just had brought back so many fucking memories, you know. It's kind of, kind of like a tearjerker for me. But I, uh, I just hope I'm living when I shit kick off because I really want to see how I kick off. Um, and I mean, you know, it could happen any, any day, really. And with the shit going on, especially here in the United States, uh, they could use that, something like that, for an excuse. You know, for control, for money, for profits, for hiding, for distraction. You could use it for anything, so. I think, um, I just want to be around to see that happen. Um, then, dying, I don't want to die. I really don't want to die at all. You know, that's why I started moving again because, you know, in my mental health state, when I'm doing shit, when I'm thinking, when I get deep off into it and don't want to move and everything, it's not healthy. And, um, over the last week, uh, when I, before I put the last one out, I had, uh, I guess slipped. I was laying down and curled up and just didn't want to do anything. And didn't know what I was doing. Didn't realize what I was doing. And I ended up, uh, just realizing one day, okay, time to get your ass up here now. You, this is what you're doing, not doing, da, da, da. And I, uh, I got up and then I realized what, I had been doing by that time it was too late my legs the bottom of my ankles and shit was swollen but then again I I don't know what that could have came from I also did my feet used my bucket to put them in there my shit bucket for my wash tub and put them in there soaked them and did my feet I don't know if I got too big on them and got them but it wouldn't affect both ankles I uh thought it had something to do with me not walking so much and not being a, uh, uh, mobile because uh, I know the only time that happened is when I'm not mobile and when I was because uh, let's say when I took these different train rides I was on the train for three days uh, and not not the boat because I was on the boat I could walk but on the train you're pretty much in your seat for hours and it's not even though it's bigger seat, wider gap in between the seats on the train uh, still a little too close for me sometimes and I don't get this whole stretch of my legs or the comfort of putting them up on one of those foot pedestals or foot racks because I'm so long and I usually have to flip that up and put my legs underneath the seat uh, and that's the only time that happened when I was on a train and not mobile uh, even on a bus, when they have stops, you know, you get out every time a stop. But on a train, you don't have that many stops. And uh, you're pretty much on a fucking train and you don't move. And usually they don't even let you off sometimes. They're only stopping you to pick up. And they keep going. But uh, by the time I had came out of it, my ankles were swollen and uh, it actually hurt. And I had these tests. They did the uh, blood tests, uh, my blood pressure, and my uh, pulse. 
circulation on the legs. So, uh, and that was last week, but they started going down. I uh, walk, and another thing I did, I left the salt alone. I uh, totally backed away from the salt. Uh, I don't think I use a, a eighth of a teaspoon a day. I mean, I also uh, stop eating a lot of this um, processed stuff. You know, and I thought I was doing good by eating rice that's cooked in these packages, you know, uh, or uh, uh, beans. And I started looking at that, even the tuna that I was getting the dog. It may have nibble on every now and again, or make some tuna salad. Plus, I was using salt. I was using salt in everything I was uh, cooking, and I uh, thought that, damn, bro, you're fresh up now. You know, my headaches. My headaches are different. My headaches aren't like headaches. My headaches are more like dizziness, uh, pain. I feel pain, but pain soon dissipate to uh, stress and dizziness uh, and if I still got pain pain I uh, I know I'm in some deep shit but uh, I know my pressure was getting high and stuff so I, I, I just backed off from the salt I don't mean nobody to tell me that um, plus when I went in they checked my pressure was it was high so you know it was 160 something like that's fucking high and they never even mentioned it and I go okay they ain't gonna say fuck to me huh okay anyway but I uh backed away from that and I don't use salt on anything anymore cook rice don't use salt um what did I have with greens I had a can of green mixed greens actually I forget the name of them and they uh they've got salt in them i'm like okay you really gotta watch what you're doing and i have so a little salty food alone i'm all right this morning i had a banana earlier then i uh when i took the dog out took her for another walk and it's about 8 30. uh came back it was 9 30 or or less and uh i cooked some grits i had some grits last little piece of smoked salmon and I gotta leave that alone because it's a lot of salt and uh, an egg just one egg and I didn't even have a whole lot so I uh, didn't use any salt with it at all and uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm tasting food again not tasting salty and that's a bad thing I was doing and I don't know why I slipped back into that salt because I hadn't used salt uh, for a long long time and you know salt for high blood, sh blood pressure is bad um, iodine or not and I know I preach against iodine and why it fucks you up but you still have to watch that salt and take in little salt as opposed to a lot of salt. No salt, really, if you have to. But, you know, salt is not a bad thing when used right. And uh, if it wasn't for all the processed food, you would, wouldn't have to usually watch your salt if you did all your cooking and soda. So that's what I'm getting back to. Uh, I cook and don't even use uh, 
salt, rice, no salt, beans, no salt, lentils, no salt, greens, no salt, spinach, no salt. So, I'm good. I'm good with that. Anyway, I think I'm gonna go now. I got 10 minutes left on a 90 minute session. I could have up to 90 minutes, but I think I'm gonna go right now because I'm looking at Queen Sugar. Pretty good. Look at the news today. Oh, what a mess. Uh, and I'm not even going to say nothing about it because uh, it further, further uh, affirms this mental state of this world because, I mean, they fucking push shit on it. It's like the news is nothing but a variety show now. So, you know, anyway, to eat this all. Later. This is the state of mental health. Piece of the puzzle.